0: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means we open the door and enter the inner sanctum. This episode was originally aired on July 6, 1952, and this episode is called Death Pays the Freight.
1: Good evening, friends of the creaking door. This is your host to welcome you once again into the inner sanctum. Come on in, and never mind looking back over your shoulder. Whatever it is that's behind you can't be half as bad as what's in front. (laughs) As the man whose throat had just been made the scene of an experiment with a razor while he slept said, I'm going from bed to hers. All right. Settle down now. It's coming. And there's nothing you can do about it. Just keep a good hold on yourself. And your wife, if your life insurance paid off. (laughs) Joe Harris. Twenty-one, wearing a cheap blue serge suit and a thin topcoat. Cold and wet on a cold and rainy night. Decides to make a change. Kansas
2: City's okay, but there's nothing there for me. I've got to get out. My wardrobe ain't built for a hard winter, so... I figure it could be more comfortable on the coast. California. But I ain't paying for rail transportation this year, so I head for the KC freight yards, and I pick me out a nice long freight job that happens to have an empty car, and pull the sliding door over, leaving just a crack for air and finger hole for when we reach the land of oranges. The old boiler up front's got the steam up. And we're off. Ah, I relax. All I gotta do is let a couple of days slide by and... Hmm?
1: Sunshine.
2: Sunshine. Hey. What? I... I didn't notice nobody else was in the car. Didn't you now, Pally? No. That's too bad. Hmm leaned back into the darkness of his corner so I couldn't see him very good. He was a young guy, maybe my age, maybe a couple of years older. My size, too. Same color hair and eyes. Almost close enough to be brothers, but there was something in his eyes that had never been in mine. I was scared. You know something funny? You look like me. Yeah, I... I kind of noticed that myself in a why? Well, lots of guys look a little like each other. No. I mean, huh? Nobody looks like me. Well, okay, so I don't. If you're trying to. That means you must be one of one of what? They have ways of changing their appearance. You're one of them. You can't fool me. Look, I don't know what you're talking about. It's no use. <laughs> You can't fool me. I'll have to punish you. Hey, watch out with that knife. i cut the resemblance away and find out what you really look like. You're crazy. Stop it. Let go of my hand. I'm going to cut you away. No. I got your arm twisted. And the knife mm. is pointing at your heart. Now drop it. No, huh? nobody's as strong as me out. Stop it. I'm going stop it. No. Then i got to do this. No! <laughs> I told you. I told you. I. I told you. Dead. Hey. No, he's dead. I've got to get out. The door. Slide it open.
3: The
2: odd bolts. Another
3: one of these sliding doors. Why don't they snap a proper? Give
2: me a hand, Charlie. Okay. You locked it. Now I can't get out. I can't get out. So there I was, locked in with him. In the dark. He was dead, so I wasn't afraid of him. At first. I... I even gave him a going over. His eyes were open, but I... I flopped him over. And I went through his pockets. Just a couple of bucks and some small change and... His draft card. Funny. He was 4F, just like me. His name was Martin Pell. That's a laugh, too. Finding out who a guy is after you kill him. Kill him? Yeah. I was a murderer. I just realized it. They'll hang me for that. No. No, it was self-defense, but... But what chance have I got to prove that? Me with a record, too. But... Maybe I can lose that record. Maybe. Yeah. So I switched draft cards with him. And now he's Joe Harris. And I'm Martin Pell. Martin Pell of, it says on his card, of Wisey, Oklahoma. And the hours go by... And I'm there with him locked in a boxcar, and the wheels keep pounding underneath. And he's dead. I, I gotta get out. There's gotta be a way. The door. Shut. I, I, I gotta think. Think. Hey, wait. We're stopping. Now what? We're stopping. Yeah, he's covered up. Maybe they won't spot him. Anyways, I gotta get out. I'll yell. I'll yell and I'll pound on the door. Yeah, that's the way. That's the... Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, oh, maybe it's a hump you remember. No. Now get out of here. And get fast. Fast as I could, I got away from there. the yard bull took a quick look into the car, but he didn't spot the body under the sack and the train started up. And it began moving away. With Martin fell lying under a pile of dirty sacking. With a knife in his heart and a funny look in his eyes. Only... I'm Martin Pell now. It was only a watering stop where the train stopped, so I walked across the prairie, not knowing where I was going and not caring much. Well, I... I keep walking across the dark face of the land until I spot a light. A couple of lights. A small town, it looked like. A small town. Somewhere. Where? Right on the edge of town, there's a lunch wagon, and it's open. And there's a light shining in it, and I'm hungry. So I go into the lunch wagon. Hi. Uh, how about something to eat, huh?
3: Sure thing, Martin. Sure thing. What what did you say? I said, sure, you're gonna have something to eat, Martin. What'd it be? Martin? What what town is this? Why, you ought to know, Martin. This is Wisey. Wisey Oklahoma. Wisey, but but that's the same place it can't be. Oh, that's no way to talk about your own hometown? course, you've been away quite a few years. You look good now. Wouldn't you say I, I've changed? Oh, no, Morden's than's natural. Of course, you're only around 16 when you left. <laughs> kind of an advanced 16, though. Yeah? Ain't hey, many kids of that age would have stuck up the bank, knocked off the night watchman. I i kill him. Oh, don't get modest, fella. Sure. Old man Henshaw. Hey, hey, I was near forgetting. You said you're hungry. Not anymore. Oh, come on. Have something to eat. Don't you believe in putting anything in your stomach before doing a job? Doing a job? Me? Why do you think I sent for him? Why should I promise you a grand? I, I don't remember. Oh. For Pete's sake, Martin, how many men of you killed that you don't remember a job like this? Never mind the act. Play it straight, huh? Okay, okay, don't get nasty. It's uh, too late to talk business anyway. Come on, I got a room fixed up way in back. Get a good night's sleep, we'll talk in the morning. About an old man that's lived way past his time, hmm? And about how you, uh... I'm going to take care of that. Martin, I sent for you because I need money. I ain't got any. My uncle has. Old man Carew. I'll get it from him. When he dies, I will. So? So I want him to die. Oh. I got a grand in cash. That's yours. For what? For my uncle dying a little earlier than expected? No dice. No dice. Martin, you take care of old man Carew, or sir, help me. I'll turn you in on that bank, John.
2: Go ahead. Turn me in. I can prove that I...
3: And then I shut up quick.
2: Bliss was watching me with those little pig eyes in his fat face. Sure, I could prove I wasn't Martin Pell. That I'd never been in Wisey, Oklahoma before in my life. Sure. But to do that, I'd have to admit I was Joe Harris... And when they found that corpse in the boxcar with my draft card on him, that'd be fine. A lot of attention the jury had paid to my plea of self-defense. No witnesses and me on the lam and me switching draft cards in panic. Sure, even the hangman had burst out laughing when he slipped the noose around my neck. I shut up quick. Bliss watching me close. And then I said, Okay, Bliss. It's a deal. What's the
3: layout? I'll pull in here. Trees will cover the car in case anybody happens to be out late on the highway. Can't be too careful. Ain't that so, Mom? That's so. It's only a short walk. Let's get going. Oh, uh, here... You better take this. What? Oh. A tire iron. I picked it up in a junkyard. They never trace it to me. It's for old man crew. (laughs) (laughs) They bombing? (laughs) I ain't used to them. Anymore, huh? The house man Carew never believed in buying curtains for the windows. There he is, rocking in his chair. Now watch the porch step. It's busted. I guess we knock. It's polite. Eh? What's it now? Uncle Carew, it's me. Eh? What you want? Just to come in. Brought a visitor. An old friend of yours. Well. Huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, set where you like.
3: Set in my rocker. Yeah, nobody sets in it but me. Yeah, who's the man with you? Don't you recognize him? Huh. Looks like Pell boy. That's who it is. Martin Pell. Yeah, it wasn't any good. Like you, Bliss. All right, she visited. on home now. Kind of cold out. Gives a chance to warm up, huh? Yeah, I don't care what you do. Yeah, I don't care what you do. Just dosing off a bit. Go on, Martin. What? He ain't looking this way. Now's the time. I I ain't gonna. He's an old man. Give me the iron. What do you give it to me? All right, here. Yeah, Uncle, uncle,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Handle me that, huh? Pockets, yeah. Uncle was carrying quite a bit of dough on him. Martin, here. Yeah. Huh? Here, take the money. It's your payment. No. I'll put it in your pocket myself. That's very important. When they find you here, knocked out, tripping over that busted porch step, they'll know why you killed old man Carew. What are you talking about? Sure, and knowing you're a martin, they'll never look for anybody else. Now, when they find you on the premises with the old man's dough in your pocket and your fingerprints on the town... No! That's right. Ah!
2: Walking up a long flight of stairs with nothing at the top but more stairs and more stairs, and my head was hurting. And then I woke up. Woke up, lying outside of Old Man Carew's house with a bloodstained tire iron in my hand. I let go of it. I pulled myself to my feet, and then. I heard cars. They were coming. And there I still was. I had to get away fast. I, I didn't know the country, but I was hunted. And the hunted animals got an instinct to hide, to run, and to hide from the killers. They didn't find me that day, because I fooled them. I didn't try getting out of the county, getting away from the town. Oh no. That's where they were watching for me. So I stayed put close to town, which fooled them. And also, I had a job to do.
3: Who is it?
2: Martin. Me.
3: What? What are you doing here?
2: I got paid for a killing I didn't do. So I figure maybe I... Better do a killing now for no pay at
3: all. Stay where you are. eh? No, we're alone here.
2: Uh
3: Uh-uh.
2: I got this knife. No. Blitz, you got a pencil? Pencil? Yeah, sure. Then sit down and write a little note about how you killed old man Carew. No. I got the knife against your heart. (laughs) Sit down and write. Uh, All right. Just write, I killed... I kill my uncle because I wanted his money. You got it? Good. I got it. Now sign your name, pretty. I.
3: I, I signed it. Take that knife away. Sure. After right... write. <laughs> Yeah. Goodbye,
2: Mr. Bliss. Oh, I'd better put the knife in your hand like this. Too bad your nerves went back on you. You committed suicide, Mr. Bliss. That's what you did. And now they'll stop looking for me. I hold in and waited until they found Bliss. So the law was called off. There was nobody to look for. So I headed for the water and stop and the freights, because it was cold. And I was heading for sunshine. There was a train getting ready to head for the coast, so I sneaked close to it. On the far side, there was a couple of bulls around, queuing the rag, but they didn't see me. I spotted an open boxcar, and I climbed in. I got away from the door. The bulls were coming along checking. One of them sounded like the guy that had thrown me off the night before. Ah, This time I didn't care. I was hoping he'd lock the door on me. So I curled up in a corner and waited. Yeah,
3: Mike, that was quite a wreck they had up ahead. Quite a wreck. Held up the line for 24 hours. The freight here had already pulled out when word came in of the wreck up ahead. So they backed her right back here and let her stand. But she's on her way now. Uh uh-uh. uh. One of them sliding doors is up. Give
2: me a hand with it. Hey, wait, wait, wait. If this is the same train. It, it can't be. It's this car. If, if it's the same train. This second would be over there. Let me see. The second? Yeah, it's the second. And under it, the... I gotta see. Yeah, it's him. Martin fell. <laughs> and I'm locked in with him. <laughs> Me and Martin, the killers. <laughs> we... <laughs> We're going to the sunshine together. And that's how the cops will find us.
1: Together. Him dead. And me. And and me. Well, well. Alas for poor Joe who couldn't keep out of boxcars. He was a nice boy, but he couldn't stay put. I guess they'll give him the order of the Rolling Stone. Tombstone. I' hmm? And to leave you with a happy parting thought... Whenever you hear a freight train whistling in the night... Think of Joe and wonder... Is he still in it? With Martin... Rattling? Well, friends, it's time once again to close that creaking door... Until next week at the same time when we'll be back with a little hunk of horror. <laughs> You'll be sure to listen, aren't you? Until next week, then. Good night. Pleasant dreams. Mm. has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.
0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Boy, that guy did not have any luck, no matter who he was. I really hope that sunny weather will prove better for him. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we end the week with the comedy duo of Abbott and Costello and join us next Thursday for some more Inner Mysteries. For I Love this is Virtual Vinny signing off.